1: And episode 41 begins electrically. That, by the way, it was Eddie Grant, 1982. Um, 82? 1982. A song I remember (laughs) dancing to and singing while I was a kid. My mom will attest to that. And for those of you that don't know, uh, and I did a little research about this, obviously, it's named after a street in Brixton, London, built in the 1880s. And it was the first market street to be lit by electric lights. The first? The very first. Market Street. The first Market Street to be lit by Electric, electric Lights. Electric
2: Avenue. That's right.
1: And I thought I'd get everybody up on their feet, uh, you know, this <laughs> wonderful Sunday afternoon. And it alone's the last time you heard that jam,
2: right? <laughs> you guys should have seen Max dancing on his chair. Yeah. You should have seen Steve there. Maya, out you, you can tell some stories, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, Maya, yeah, definitely my mom could.
1: Well, those of you that don't know, welcome to Understanding CBD. I am Max Sobel.
2: And I am Stephen Wallman.
1: We're here every Sunday, Talk Radio 680 WCBM. A couple things I want to get out right before the show starts, that the information discussed on this program is for general educational purposes only, and this information does not provide professional medical or legal advice. Is that right, Stephen? That was perfect. Thanks, sir. (laughs) A couple important phone numbers to share with the audience. The first is we'll be here for the next hour or so, so if you'd like to call in and speak to us, the phone number to get us here at the station is 410-922-6680. We also have a company. Stephen and I are actually proprietors of Max and Stevens Premium Hemp Extracts. And if you'd like to reach us related to our products and our company, this is a phone number that's good 24 hours a day, uh, seven days a week. And that number is 443 743 four. you can call that number and you can text that number and we promise that we'll get back to you It'll be either Steve or myself. You got a 50 50 chance right there,
2: right? That's right And uh- you can even guess if you You can guess. I get that a lot. People say, "Which one are you on the bottle?" Right
0: (laughs) on the the box. (laughs) Right. We
1: get. Are you Max or are you Stevens? We get that a lot, right? Uh Right. The plural (laughs) Stevens. I love love that. I'm the Stevens. You're the Stevens. You are the Stevens. So the topic of the show today, and what we're really going to talk about, is testing standards and sort of a buyer beware kind of vibe, isn't that right? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And we have a special guest that's coming on the show talking about that, but we want to make sure that before we talk about the guest, we want to sort of tell the audience about how we feel about that buyer beware. So I believe you had some things you wanted to discuss. Steve. Yeah,
2: and, you know, really the whole show is uh, our whole understanding CBD is to help uh, the consumers learn and be educated about buying CBD and to give you some examples of, um, of why it's so important and where buyer beware comes in in other industries like, um, let's say, a garage sale. You ever mm-hmm. been to a garage sale?
1: I've been to a garage sale. You buy anything from a garage sale? Probably. I used to go Probably? to flea markets a lot. Flea markets? thats a similar
2: thing. So yep. before you buy it, well, you, do you just pick it up, or do you, you, you inspect pick it, it a little up. bit? Yeah,
1: you pick it up. You make sure it's not completely disgusting. You make sure that it still works. You know,
2: ask the vendor of information about it. Sure. And then, but at the end of the day, if it doesn't, you take it home. You, there's no recourse, right? It's it's your, at your own risk. That's right. Um, purchasing a car. As another example. I've so when you buy a car, that. you bought a car, I'm sure you have. You bought a yes. few of them. I like your truck. Okay. Um, is it an easy process or do you have to, you know, go through a lot of disclosures? You know?
1: No, you gotta go through a lot of stuff.
2: Um, uh, same buying a home
1: buying a home Margaret same thing, Rome right? right you
2: can ask Margaret is there a lot of disclosures in uh, right. uh, to, to make sure that the buyer is aware I mean caveat emptor buyer beware it's buyer everywhere beware.
1: caveat emptor what does that mean <laughs>
2: that means buyer beware oh
1: really I thought it meant uh, That's right. check your oil
2: <laughs> <laughs> it might mean that too uh, but uh, also financial services industry. Rod Barowie. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he would know about yeah. disclosure and ha- can help you there. But in our industry, um, we have Steve Perez, and he, he is uh, our main guest today, and we're excited to have him. Uh, he is um, a scientist and CEO of Americana Labs, so yeah, he's, uh, he is uh, coming on today. Excited. That's right.
1: That will be, be our main segment right after the break. Steve Perez is joining us, and then after that, of course, we have Doc G's Corner. Doc G will be back enlightening us. And his subject today, I think, is the top five things that you need to look for when buying CBD.
2: Yes. Yeah, I'm it's nice. It's on, the, it. it's on the same vein, you know? It's um, on the
1: same vein. Man, look at that.
2: Sometimes we get lucky oh like my that.
1: It's not a problem. And then, of course, the final segment, the one that we always look forward to, where we actually get to talk about our own company a little bit. And the name of that segment is Vern, do you have it queued up? mail Maybe not. That was good enough though. <laughs> man, no problem, Vern. It's all I can't good. do it's all it good. the way
2: Mrs. Malesack does. Yeah,
1: I should mention that Vern's in the uh in the in the the, the blinky light room with us today. Uh welcome, Vern. Nice to see you again. Noah's got the week off and uh we appreciate Vern being with us. Um you know, Vern's Vern's uh, Vern's the man, right? Yeah, Vern's the man. Vern.
2: Nothing wrong with Noah. We'll see him next week. That's right. That's right.
1: Now, I believe I believe we have somebody on the phone line with us, right?
2: Is he queued up? Yeah, well, you know, the the cool part about this was last week Max read an article to you guys about um, the Moore Act, which was a vote going down in the House this week. Um, so, as uh, you know, and, and Max listened to the the uh, podcast of the show and said, "You know, I'd rather not hear myself read another article." Right. So he went out and dug up this superstar, and you're not going to believe who we have on the show today as a, as a call-in. Well, he's going to be on the show as a longer guest, but we have Luke Jones from the Maryland Division of Normal. Max. T-
1: and it's, and it's I think it's timely because not only does Luke have a, a, a great update for us, but recently um, medical marijuana got the green light from the U.N. this past week, which is a big deal, too.
2: It, it was you know? a lot of... So st- if
1: you think yeah. about it globally and you think about it locally in Maryland, Luke Jones is the executive director of Maryland Normal. It's the For those of you that don't know, it's the National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws. And we recently met Luke, had a great conversation with Luke. As Stephen mentioned, Luke will be a guest on our show um, coming up in future episodes. But in the meantime, Luke, are you with us?
3: Yeah, I'm here. Good to hear from you guys.
1: Thank you, Luke, for joining us. How about giving us an update on the historic news with the House of Representatives?
3: Yeah, what a great day to join your show, and and thanks for, uh, you know, having us on to um, celebrate, really, this historic milestone where the U.S. House of Representatives uh, took a really historic act by voting uh, in favor as a body, Uh, for the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act, or the MORE Act. And this does not make this, uh, you know, federal law, but it certainly sends a very clear political message nationally uh, that uh, our, you know, failed attempt to make marijuana, you know, prohibition work uh, is coming to an end. So... um, those of us in the advocacy world, uh, you know, are really looking forward to the next Congress, uh, no matter which party holds the Senate. Uh, there's enough states now, with 15 states now, uh, having, you know, adult use uh, legal um, markets uh, set up, you know, in the entire Pacific Coast. We, we have a, a number of uh, states that are represented now. Uh, sort of a critical mass that really no matter what happens in Georgia, uh, we believe that the 117th Congress uh, will pass the Moore Act.
1: Go cannabis. And we appreciate that, Luke. That's great news.
3: Well, it certainly is. And and I think what it, uh, it, you know, of most interest to us here in Maryland, you know, what does that mean for uh, state law? Because once, uh, even after, the federal government changes the controlled substances act by removing marijuana from the controlled substances act we still have a lot of work to do here in our own general assembly um here in maryland so you know i think one of the important questions of course is going to be what does this mean for the general assembly you know in, in terms of marijuana legalization here in maryland
1: yeah i want to remind the audience luke jones this is the executive director for maryland normal luke is actually going to be joining us on the show at a future episode it'll be january 17th it'll be episode 47 so again i want to thank you luke Stephen, did you have any questions for luke
2: yeah yeah luke i was curious the um you know the the decision from uh, the like Max mentioned earlier with the UN and uh, their uh, decision on the scheduling, does that have any interaction at all or um, with what happened in the House?
3: Well, for I think it has um, political salience, certainly. Uh, and I'm, I'm not an expert on international marijuana law. But I do know that the United States has been one of the countries that has blocked progress internationally. So with Congress shifting its policy on marijuana, uh, that's going to remove an important roadblock that has, I think, long been reflected in, in the international consensus. Remember, the United States has been, you know, one of the leaders in in causing this whole um, prohibition era, you know, to to grip international commerce. So with the United States shifting, um, you know, we're going to move more towards the international consensus. That's why you already have uh, countries like all over the world, uh, you know, out producing the United States uh, in a range of hemp and cannabis-related, you know, uh, production lines.
2: That's right, Luke, and and, and not
3: to... We already have about $20 billion, you know, legal, uh, adult, you know, medical and adult-use sales for marijuana now, and uh, things are changing fast, so the last thing i wanted
2: to share about the more yeah luke hey we want to we want to definitely continue this conversation with you but we do have to take a break um we appreciate Absolutely. you calling in and we love your fire we're going to get to it but we want everyone to stay with us um right after a short break we're coming back with Stephen perez uh and to, from american labs tell some ground truth about lab reports
0: now more of understanding cbd with max and stephen on talk radio 680 wcbm
2: Welcome back, and everybody, you're listening to Understanding CBD with Max and Stephen, the most reliable information around the cannabis plant and the endocannabinoid system. I am Stephen Wallman. And I am Max Obel. That's right. We're live in the studio today. If you want to participate in the show and you have a call for anything for us or our guest, 410-922-6680. If you're listening to the podcast and you want to reach out to us anyway, you can call us at 443-743-2444. That's how you can get Max and I any time of the day? Um, whew, transitioning from that song and with that high energy, mm-hmm. our guest today is going to have to uh, uh step up to that. Whew. Um, so that is a higher ground from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and um, you know, it's, it's definitely uh, a lot of energy to come into a segment um, to talk about something so exciting. But without any further ado and delay, I'd like to introduce everyone to Stephen Perez, he's a scientist and CEO of Americana Labs in Jacksonville, Florida. And uh, just to be completely transparent, Americana Labs is the lab that Max and I chose to test our product before we ship them out to every consumer, right, Max? Correct. Um, So we believe that they're the best in the business. And, um, Steve, welcome to the show.
4: Hey, thanks, guys. It's great to talk to you.
2: That's awesome, man. And, look, so I understand that science and testing is in your DNA. Is that right?
4: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, actually, my dad's a chemist, uh, and he actually started ADPEN Laboratories about 30 years ago. And uh, and from all that experience and, and um, history, we, uh, we built up Americana.
2: Wow. So um, when you were, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about little Steve as he's graduating high school. Was there any pressure <laughs> to be scientist or did you just love it? Oh, there's
4: always pressure, of course. Yeah, you know, they they, they wanted me to be a, a scientist as well, but uh, you know, I spent uh, lots of holidays and summer breaks and and uh, a lot of time in the lab. So it was just like you said, it was in my DNA. I was meant to do it.
2: That's awesome. So now you have um, Americana Labs, and it's it's a family mm-hmm. business because in this industry, you know, it is a small industry, even though it is uh, right. no no pun intended growing um but uh this is really a family business for you guys, right?
4: it is yeah our, our, my my whole uh family is involved uh so my dad of course started uh, at Penn laboratories. my mom was involved as well she was the business side uh and my brother David is also um still very involved um as the business side general manager
2: so the America, kind of, yeah. so so the lab responsibility so if you would say the, what is the big responsibility that you guys take on? Um, as a a third-party lab?
4: Well, really, the the responsibility that we have is making sure that these products that are getting to consumers are safe. Um, You know, there's all sorts of things that can get into, uh, you know, these products, um, whether it's a tincture, a gummy, a cookie. um, There's all sorts of things, heavy metals, pesticides, um, you know, microbiological types of things. And so the, the responsibility falls on us to make sure that, none of that makes it into those products
2: gotcha so you know as a business and there is uh, i'd imagine there's there's competition out there um mm-hmm. what do you guys do to distinguish yourselves from the other labs out there
4: well i think uh you know uh, coming with all the experience that we have you know being in, in analytical testing for 30 years uh myself uh over 20 about 22 years uh, you know, I think that immediately distinguishes us from, from other labs that are, you know, I call them, I call them pop-up pot labs. You know, they just, uh, they see dollar signs and they want to get into the business somehow and, and um, buy a bunch of equipment and think that they can just uh, go out and do good testing. But it really, it's a, it's a culture of, uh, of quality that you have to, you know, build up and it takes time. It takes time to really to, to understand the business, understand what is important, um, and obviously quality is is a huge part of that.
2: Yeah, and you know it's interesting you bring that up because I was reading through um, one of your articles, and you guys participated in something called the Emerald Test. Um, mm-hmm. Can you um, give us uh, our listeners an idea what that is and and why that's important?
4: Yeah, so so Emerald Test is actually it's a great concept. Um, so. It, it, within the ISO community, um, ISO is an is st- international standard uh, for certifying different, uh, whether it's manufacturing. Uh, in our case, it's ISO 17025, which uh, is a, the accreditation that testing laboratories get. Um, we are required to do proficiency testing. And that simply is, uh, you know, a, a third party uh, creates a, a, a sample for us. Uh, it's blind to us. We don't know what's in it, and um, we have to test it and basically report back to that body um, what's, what we find. And there's very um, strict limits and, and, and a range where uh, of acceptance for our data, our results. And uh, when you fall within uh, a certain range, then um, the Emerald uh, Emerald Scientific, it's, a, it's a, this third third party body. They actually will award you uh, an emerald badge and so we I think we have up to 24 25 emerald badges that we've uh, we've won
1: that's a lot of emerald badges um, if you're just <laughs> yeah. if you're just joining us you're listening and we're speaking to Steven Perez he's a scientist and the CEO of Americana labs in Jacksonville Florida um, Steve a question for you so sure. having all these emerald awards right we know the value, in a lot of customers of ours, and even people just exploring the concept of buying a hemp CBD product, have been told or educated uh, about the importance of a COA, a Certificate of Analysis. What are the most important things for consumers to know about that Certificate of Analysis?
4: Yeah, so the COA is essentially, um, it, it is a Certificate of Analysis basically stating what um, what a consumer should not be finding in that product right so uh for example pesticides um that coa should have uh you know a list of pesticides that it that the lab tested for um any levels that they found or or you know uh, either a a result or a non-detect and um and so you know a consumer um you know some of them are not easy to read of course because it's a scientific type of paper um, but but you know, so well well I mean excuse me it.
2: Steve excuse me um, our yeah. lab reports are very easy to read I think. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well we try, we try. <laughs> uh, it, it it's tough making uh, science uh, and numbers fun but uh, you know and easy to understand but we try to uh, make it as easy as possible so that anyone can looking at it can understand what's what's going on.
1: And I suppose if you have an overly complicated report, it's much easier to potentially dupe the consumer. Not implying (laughs) that anybody wants to dupe the consumer, but you know when you make it very easy and digestible to a consumer, especially when they've been educated that this is something they should look at. Um, I I wanted to so so generally, generally, the concept is looking at a report should give you some sense of safety, um, um, getting some sense of potency, like what's actually in there, right?
4: That's that's absolutely right. Um, you know, so if you if you have a tincture and, and that tincture is let's say it's a, a thousand milligrams, you know, right on the very front, it should say, hey, you know, either that company they it's a hit or a miss, you know, um, and, and then beyond that, then we're talking about other things. Maybe it's terpenes, maybe it's um, um, you know, other things like uh, uh, microactivity um Pesticides, heavy metals, these are all the kind of information that you should typically see on a COA.
2: Yeah, so um, this is also a big topic that comes up for Max and I a lot, and and I'd love to hear um, your opinion on this. Um, We get asked a lot from people about why do we not do um, gummies, or why don't we do anything else other than another form factor, and um, we just are purists in the plant, and that's just what we decide to do. But long story short, even if you have our extract um, tested and then you formulate it into another product, do you think that that new product, that end resulted product of a gummy or whatever else should be tested as well? or is it safe enough just to test the CBD that that, uh, that they purchased before they formulated it?
4: yeah, so so you know we're we're big believers that you know in any step of the process, you can introduce a potential contaminant whether it's from manufacturing, so we're talking about maybe heavy metals or, or maybe micro, maybe um, machinery wasn't cleaned correctly uh, or improperly um, or it was just neglected, and you introduce you know, maybe uh, salmonella or something like that, uh, any step along the way of that process of creating a final finished product should be tested. And, and definitely a finished product, you know, if, you know whether it's a gummy, uh, an extract, uh, uh, you know, a cookie, you know, edibles are becoming a big thing now, um, definitely needs to have um, the testing.
2: Gotcha. Hey, and you know, we got a call in here for you today. Um, awesome. This is John calling in. Um, he's got a question, wants to see if the potency level in hemp changes um, with the laws, um, or will potency levels in hemp change with the laws? And I know um, from a lot of your clients, um, mm-hmm. Steve, that are on the grow side and they're getting their um, their harvest uh, going and need to test through various stages, the level of THC um, in um, their plants um, uh, are obviously uh, could potentially be impacted by laws. But w- you have a, an opinion on that?
4: Yeah. Well, uh, just you know, just to answer John's question, you know, uh, you know the the the, the uh, the House of Representatives just you know they passed um you know the, this this law, but it still has to go through the Senate and then, of course, you know be signed by the President, uh whoever that might be at the time and and so uh, you know there's still a lot of hurdles, even though you know it is a, a momentous kind of um, you know event uh, if if it were to go follow through, then as I understand, um, then you know essentially we would go recreational. Now, I think it probably would still uh, fall back to states. Uh, in the long run, uh, right now, it's very much state by state, you know. Uh, some states have very open and, and, and you know, I guess progressive kind of rules uh, and laws about uh, whether, whether it's medical marijuana or, um, you know, just CBD in general. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, it's a, it's a huge step in the right direction, I think.
2: Yeah, right. Um, it's still hard to predict. Let's see. Um, John, did, did uh, that answer your question?
5: I guess, you know, my question really is, is how long would it take to run through DEA, who actually regulates farmers here in Maryland? So, for example, if you have a – you can't have your product be any hotter than 0.5% THC. If you get up into the 1%, they consider it marijuana, and they come confiscate your fields. And so, the, you know, the problem is you only have, like, a three-week window in harvest when you'll be 0.5% to, to 1%, which is – for a lot of farmers, it's not enough time to harvest the crop, and then they risk losing the entire crop because they're too hot. And so, yeah, I mean, 1% is a ridiculous number anyway. You can't get high on 1% THC with anything. Mm-hmm. So because it was such a Schedule Three narcotic, they went overboard on regulating the potency of hemp. <clears throat> they threw it in the same category with the
2: THC right so, so when potency, you say potency of hemp are you do you mean the THC potency in the hemp
5: yes that's okay.
2: correct okay cool cool John okay. all right so that's
5: yeah. a, typically five percent is a legal limit but mm-hmm. you know we'd like to see them take that to one percent mm-hmm. because you know there's it's still such a minor amount of, of THC that you can't get high on it so yeah you know why make it so overburdened for farmers to, to try to harvest the product
2: yeah, thanks, John. And and um, Steve, you deal with that a lot um, in your home state too, don't you, in Florida? Because yeah, I know here, here, it it is state by state.
4: Right. Yeah. Here, here in Florida, um, I, I call it the inaugural year of hemp here in Florida because uh, it just became um, you know legal here to, to for farmers to grow hemp. And uh, and and I I will say I, my hat's off to to the farmers, uh, not just in Florida but everywhere who who are growing hemp. It, it's not an easy task. Uh, to kind of straddle that, uh, that line of being compliant and non-compliant. And so we work really closely with farmers to make sure that, uh, you know, that they, that they're always going to be compliant, um, by doing testing early and, and often, um, you know, so we have we've developed plans, monitoring plans for, for you know for farmers here in the state of Florida. And We have no
1: doubt that you'll be testing everything and making sure that everything is ultimately safe for the consumer. We certainly know that we'll be testing with you, and we continue to. Um, folks, thank you very much. That was and Steve, thank you so much for joining us. That was Stephen Perez, absolutely. scientist CEO uh, of Americana Labs in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, we hope to have you back, Steve, and we appreciate your time and joining us on the show today.
4: Coming up, absolutely, guys. Take
1: care. After the break, thank you. Dr. G's Corner.
0: more of understanding cbd with max and stephen on talk radio 680 wcbm
1: hello there's that special music joining us now dr ben gonzalez medical director at atlantis medical wellness center in silver spring gentlemen how you doing doc
6: another day in paradise
1: another day in paradise a chilly day but another day (laughs) no doubt
6: well, thank you guys for having me. It was great listening to um, Steve. Uh, it's important to find reliable sources of information. Max, you said, uh, you said it earlier that the companies are not usually in it to dupe the consumer, but unfortunately, there are many companies that do mislead consumers, and that is why we need experts like Steve uh, from Reliable Labs like his uh, to rely on.
1: Yes, I agree. That's why we have.
6: Gentlemen, I am Dr. Ben Gonzalez, and this is Dr. G's Corner. Um, As the world of medicine and science begins to understand more and more the therapeutic uses of CBD, and as the growth of CBD and CBD infused products begins to saturate the retail market, there will be confusion in the therapeutic value of overmarketed CBD products that are riding the wave of popularity. And if you are listening to me speak now, you are likely wanting to know what actually works and what does not. Uh, The first thing you should know when it comes to CBD products is that quality matters. As Steve said, um, you know, there's a lot of misleading things out there, misleading products out there, and CBD products must be free of contaminants and must have the appropriate molecules to have an improved therapeutic effect. Testing from an established, reliable, pharmaceutical-grade laboratory is key. The manufacturer of that product must also provide you that certification of analysis on demand, and that certificate of analysis needs to be current to the batch of CBD products sold. If you are buying a product at a a grocery store, a boutique market, a a gas station, or, or a general Amazon purchase, you're not likely getting a reliable product, and we know this in the medical world. The FDA issues warning letters each year to companies fighting unreliable levels of CBD, THC, and THC. These, these companies make claims of analysis that just are not true. There have been multiple studies repeatedly showing that over-the-counter CBD products having less CBD than noted on the labels and may, and many not having any CBD at all. Unfortunately, many of these companies make themselves look reliable in marketing promotions, but in fact, the only thing high quality is the marketing and not the product. It is nearly impossible for the lay public to research and source high-quality CBD products. The public's primary source of information is usually the Internet. And as anyone who has searched for products on the Internet knows, you then become a target of marketing algorithms, which contributes to the confusion. Here are the top five things to consider when sourcing CBD. Number one, do not rely on targeted marketing material to source CBD. Number two, do not purchase random CBD from a general retail store. Number three, always obtain the current certificate of analysis for that product. Number four, understand that CBD is a general term for multiple types of products, which leads to the final and number five thing to consider, and that is number five, consult a knowledgeable medical provider when sourcing CBD for the specific issue you want to improve. It's difficult enough for medical providers to sort out, the reliable, uh, sort out reliable information. The Internet, though a wonderful source of information in general, is no substitute for medical advice specific to you. It is that expert who can help you source a high-quality, reliable CBD product. This expert can not only do the proper research for quality, but can also recommend the type of CBD and help you understand how CBD interacts with medications, and can help guide your response and expectations. So for more information about the medical use of CBD oil and sourcing of high-quality and specific type of CBD for your condition of concern, you can message me directly on Instagram at BenGonzalez, underscore MD. That's B-E-N-G-O-N-Z-A-L-E-Z, underscore MD. Or you can also call the clinic to set up an initial telephone consultation with me at 301 622 That's 301-622-2722. Gentlemen, I hope that helped.
2: That's awesome, Doc G. We appreciate you as always. And actually, number one on the list should be called Doc G, okay? Before you do anything, call Doc G. We appreciate you again, and thanks for being here. When we come back, everyone's favorite segment, Max? Mail sack!
0: understanding cbd with max and steven on talk radio 680 wcbm and welcome back everybody
2: we are so happy to be here and uh, sad it's almost to the end here max we're almost at the end of the show today
1: sad sorry sipping water
2: Uh, that's right but uh this is everyone's favorite part of the show we love to call
4: mail you've
2: got mail yeah right on point Vern. very good um, all right, great. So um, this is the part of the show we like to share real stories from customers, from partners, and um, fill you in on the latest and the inside information of what's going on at back, back at Max and Stevens's HQ. Right at HQ. That's right. Uh-huh. Um, first, I'd like to talk about um, one this week, and this is from Shara, a customer of ours. Uh, she placed an order online and had to change some of her information. For one reason or other have you ever done that online you you put your order in and then right when you hit send you had to change some information absolutely I actually had to do that with another company and you know what they told me when I called them Mm -hmm. or I actually couldn't call them I had to email them to change okay and uh, they said no sorry it's locked in the system so you're gonna have to wait to try to track it down it's irritating Um, right so anyway I of course changed it for on the fly told her no problem she said hey Steven while I have you on the phone Mm -hmm. I want to tell you I've been using your product for a while and I use it for sinus headaches Um, been using it since February And uh, I use it in the morning when I take my vitamins, and I really appreciate you guys and what you do and the product. So it was great to hear that call, and thank you, Shara. That means a lot to us.
1: And does it take some of the pressure away from the – got to imagine, right?
2: You know, I I didn't even really – I didn't really get too much into the details of of what it's doing. First, she she can call in any time if she wants to. Um, and let us know. Hello, hello. I am your father. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's cool. That's we cool should effect, do that. Man. That would that would be nice. We should do uh, voice. I didn't know we could do that. Man. I didn't know either. Way to go. I like this new this new sound guy. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so yeah, I didn't get to the details, but um, great customer. I'm happy to call. Maybe she can call in next uh, episode. Um, she seems to be happy and and really um, a, a proponent of our product. But Max, you went to the eye doctor this week. I went to the eye doctor, and um, I mean that seems like a normal thing. But you were surprised at something there. What? Uh...
1: Yeah, well, the eye doc that uh, I've been using for a while. Um, we so we're sitting there. I'm getting my just standard check, eye check thing, and somehow we got into the conversation about CBD. Interesting, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it started out with the whole anxiety of everything that's going on right now with the world, blah, blah, blah. How do you relax, right? Mm-hmm. And while many are choosing prescription solutions for that, mm-hmm. um, I naturally say, I, I relax with cannabis, hemp mm-hmm. to be specific. I mm-hmm. love CBD. So, my eye doc says, Me too awesome look at that the rest of the conversation had less to do about my eyes and more about <laughs> the product that she bought so in a nutshell um she you set her straight I, well i tried but my first question did was, she make
2: a good decision i mean i know she didn't have our bottle in her question but <laughs> questionable
1: questionable and that was All my right. question i said uh-huh. "Well, well why not Why not our product was the first question she bought some products. She didn't have any so she bought a cream uh, that she was been that she's been using topically Um, It's not like she gave me any kind of glowing endorsement about how well it worked But I educated her about the fact that she also actually had a tincture um, and I said, well, do you take that tincture under the tongue? She said, no. Um, you know, she's been only using the tincture topically, too, which I thought was a little bit odd. But I said, again, I can't speak for the product that I don't know that I'm not seeing in front of me. I said, but you can likely use it under your tongue to take off some of the edge uh, of you know, that anxiety. But needless to say, it was refreshing, as always, to have a conversation with a medical professional about something that Stephen and I are very passionate about. So there's my male sack. And I educated her a bit more so that she could pass that on.
2: And that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. You know, and then, and then you know, Hopefully, we can get more people to spread the word about us, and, and that's really why consumers don't purchase, because they don't know who we are. They yeah, haven't heard about are, us, right? you know? They need to um, understand CBD. They need to, and mm-hmm. this is why we do this every week, right? Right. We, that's every week, right? Right. I'm take a drink on that. perfectly. Right. So we have a couple of things that we definitely want to bring before the end of the show. Uh, last week, we announced a huge holiday giveaway that we're doing. Um, we're announcing the winner on January 3rd, and we've already had a lot of people enter. Um, Max, can you let everybody know... Um, first, how can they enter the contest? Right,
1: so go to www.understandingcbd.com and on the bottom of the website there is a subscribe to newsletter I believe, I hope, and when you click, click, thanks Paul, and when you click that button um, hopefully you're able to subscribe to our newsletter, so that's the first way to join. Additionally, you can hop onto Facebook if you're a Facebook user. Um, We have a group there, it's a private group, it's called Understanding CBD by Max and Steven that's what you have to search for and then ask to join the group and then come in and then join the conversation give us an idea of what the show does for you give us an idea of of how much um, interest you have in the show perhaps if you've listened to it on the radio and you have a video that you'd like to send us about that I believe we mentioned that before the point is that the more ways that you get in contact with us the better your chances of winning this enormous prize and I do mean enormous prize. so Steven other than the fact that we're giving them
2: how much product it's 12 bottles of our CBD drops. And that's about... 12, 500 milligram about bottles. About a year's supply. It's once a month. We, we, we have a new subscription program we're launching um, around the same time as the winner of the contest. And you'll be subscribed to one bottle a month for 2021.
1: Yeah. And you can also... And there's can, more stuff. And there's but, more stuff. Doc G's stuff. Doc the, G's Doc contributing G's throwing stuff. In a consultation that's
2: right. Um, and some nutrients and vitamins to help with the immune system. This is one of those... It's a growing prize. No, it's, just like to a, say, it's a holiday gift pack.
1: This is a growing prize. This is a moving, very fluid thing, right? We're going to, at a minimum, include what we just mentioned, but we're going to continue growing that prize. And this is a big deal. By the way, you can also call us if you have interest in joining this contest or being considered for this contest. We can contest.
2: manually put an, an entry in for you. Absolutely. Call us at 443
1: 743 2444. You can also email us, hello at maxandstevens.com Now, this show is available across all podcasts. Just search
2: for Understanding CBD. And next week, who we have, man? Your next boy. Week, Shorty <laughs> Rossi. That's right. From the Pitbull Rescue. It's going to be an awesome We're talking about show. pets. I know. Have a great week, everybody. We love you. Stay safe.
1: Shout out to Little Acorn Pharmacy. Thank you for being a part of our show. We appreciate that and being a part of our business.
2: Sharma, right? That's right. Sharma. We appreciate you, man. They have a drive-thru. Nice. Right in in Silver Spring. My favorite kind of thing is a drive-thru. Yeah, you should call them up. Ask for Sharma.
1: Ask for Sharma. Thank you, everybody. See you next week. Episode 42 coming up with Shorty Rossi.